You are listening to WHOA Podcast, coming to you from Gainesville, Florida. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the WHOA GNV Podcast, the coronavirus sessions, where our temporary mission is to save as many businesses and jobs as possible by sharing how our fellow business owners and professionals are navigating COVID-19. And my name is Colin Austin, and my co-host is Michael Dees. How's it going, Colin? <laughs> I'm, like, I'm trying to warm up this new intro, man. I'm trying to make no, it like tight. I just, I just think it's funny because I know you how how uh, you're itching to get back in the studio, and I feel like today we've had so many technical difficulties that we don't usually have. Uh, so I'm sure that just makes that itch a little bit more. Yeah, man. I like there's there's too much responsibility put on me to make sure that everything goes right, <laughs> whereas normally there's more responsibility put on James to make sure everything right. goes right. He's the real hero. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Shout out to James. Exactly. Uh, well, cool, man. I'm ready. I'm excited to get into this episode. But before we do, I got to thank today's sponsors, man. You guys know that these sponsors are helping this show go on. We are so grateful for them. Um, today's sponsors are Colliers International. Um, let's talk quickly about how the coronavirus has impacted your business. Maybe you've realized you need a different kind of office space, or you have questions about your lease options, or maybe you've been thinking about buying or selling a commercial property, baby, but you're not sure what to, when to act. Call them at Colliers International Gainesville. They have the expertise and local experience to help you make the right decision for your commercial real estate needs. Check out their services at Colliers.com slash Gainesville. That's C-O-L-L-I-E-R-S dot com slash Gainesville. You guys, I am so grateful to Dan Drodos and team over there for supporting us. So thank you so much. Um, you know, it's going to be interesting to think about like how many, you know, I was kind of thinking about this the other day too, like restaurant spaces, you know, will people want to go and eat in at restaurants or will restaurants like downsize to a place where they're doing just the takeout and delivery only, you know, these are kind of the things that are circling through my mind. So I'm wondering if people will like shore up, like tighten up their space and their and lower their leases and expenses that they have there for dining rooms. Who knows? Yeah, that'd be but, interesting to see for sure. But if you're interested in doing that, reach out to Colliers <laughs> International. They'll they'll take care of you. And of course, we've got to thank our good friends over at Gainesville Harley Davidson. These guys are personal friends of mine, and Kevin is always teaching me his ways and exchanging dealership practices. I, I'm always hitting him up. I'm like, yo, man, what do you do about this? What do you do about this? He probably gets tired of it, actually. I wonder if he does. <laughs> I'm just going to ask him. I'm like, yo, dude, be honest with me. Um, <laughs> but, but these are people that I love and trust. So if you're looking to upgrade that scooter, you know, I, 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 you know, scooter life, baby. But if you're ready to step it up to a Harley Davidson, then be sure to uh, give, them, give them a call. Uh, reach out to Emily directly at M at gainesvilleharley.com or call them at 352-331-6363. Thank you, Gainesville Harley, so much for supporting our show. You guys are the greatest. And to Colliers International for, for your support. Man, support our sponsors, guys. These guys make it happen. So thank you so much to them. And I am ready to get into this show with my good friend and neighbor, <laughs> Bryn Strange of Oxo Fitness. Bryn, what is up? Thanks so much for having me, Colin. I truly, truly appreciate it. Yeah. See each other from across the street, but now I get to be in the studio here with you virtually. <laughs> so thank you. Isn't it kind of weird that like, because we're always like in personal life together, you know, like 
family stuff, cul-de-sac. We we always say like, hey, I see you back at the sack. Yeah. <laughs> she hates it. But like, I hey, see you back at the sack. And we like cul-de-sac go life going on and kids running around everywhere. And then it's like, hey, yo, let's do some business stuff. You yeah. Know? <laughs> so, uh, but this, this is gonna be fun. I'm excited. And uh, so, Brandon, like, tell us, like, let's just dive in. Like, just tell us everything that's kind of been happening. Uh, you know, summary of the the initial impact that this coronavirus had on on your business, and then we'll just take it from there. Awesome. Yeah. Thank you. I just appreciate the opportunity to kind of just take a moment to reflect on the past month. Um, it's just been so such a whirlwind in the beginning. It was just, you know, challenges and got kind of overwhelming. And then now I'm at the point where I can kind of think about, okay, yes, challenges came up, but which ones have we overcome? What, um, you know, successes can we celebrate? So it's nice to be able to do that. But then also, you know, just also recognizing some of the small business struggles that are still out there and happy to talk about those too. Um, so when, you know, Corona first hit our fitness studio, which is a boutique uh, bar studio, um, we, you know, that first week we were just able to reduce class sizes. This was over a month ago, um, just clean really well. But then it quickly became clear that we we're going to need to make some additional changes. And so it was actually the morning of the day that we were told we had to shut down. It was that morning that we held our first virtual live stream class it was a co-class where we still had a few participants in the studio since we weren't officially having to be closed yet um, but we tested the waters with the zoom class feature and had some people um, on you know join us that way and so it was nice to be able to see okay that can work and then later that afternoon you know about four o'clock we found out well it's a good thing it could work because that's that's the new normal for you guys now um, and so we've just pivoted and put all of our classes online. Um, so we're hosting them virtually. Some, you know, things about that is now we, all of our front desk who kind of came on board to be really customer service focused are now our tech crew, <laughs> like so many. And then all of our bar bartenders are our instructors that came on to connect with clients and to offer great classes are our, our Zoom superstars now we're on you know on camera every day and um it's just been really encouraging and overwhelming with, with gratitude towards my team for how quickly they have been pivoting and been um just willingly and happily getting on board and, and thankful for the opportunity to keep working and to keep serving our clients so that's been really exciting to see i was nervous on you know would we be able to translate that same like warmth and love we want to give to our clients virtually um, and we have been able to make some really clear choices every class to to do that so yeah so i mean i assume that everybody knows but like fitness studios gyms like they were mandated to close their doors like no more people inside the building no more group classes um which I mean, that's like a huge, I mean, to me, I'm thinking like, that's gotta be a huge impact. So bravo to you for, for innovating. So, so quickly, I'm kind of curious to know if, you know, your, your team members and stuff or the people who are, you know, normally doing class, you know, private classes, like, did they embrace the, the technology side of it? Like, oh yeah, put, sure. Put me on camera. Or were some people like, ah, like, I don't want to be on camera. Cause some, people are weird about that stuff sometimes. Yeah, we've, we've gotten a mixed response. Um, 
most of the the instructors have all been as long as they're willing they're able to come to the studio we just have one at a time in addition to like the tech support one front desk person but um most of them have been willing to come we have a few the only reason that they haven't is if they are not going out at all because they have nine to five jobs that um, they're interacting with the public we have someone that's a speech therapist that's continuing to see patients as well as a uh, physician's assistant so you know they're at home and because of that they haven't been able to come to the studio though though some of them are now allowing us into their homes and teaching from home which has really been cool um, so I, I've been really excited that they've been on board for the most part our clients uh, similarly you know most of them are showing us into their into their homes into their bedrooms we've now met their kids we have a, a VIP we're featuring a very uh, virtually important pet um, where now we're seeing, you know, the dog doing down dog, the cat curled up on the mat. Oh gosh, I uh, love that. That's been kind of special. In some ways we're getting to know our clients even more. Yeah, it's awesome. They have the option to turn off that video and some of them, you know, do. And we, we don't really know if they're, if they're out there, we're hoping that they're following along and having fun and they'll give us feedback afterwards. Um, and I totally get that and respect their, you know, their option not to turn on their video but yeah did you guys have um you know a significant decrease in memberships because of it like did you feel that that impact because it's it's interesting you know i've, I've talked to other uh fitness studios and stuff across town and like and you know a lot of people you know basically mem members are like if i can't use the studio then i don't i'm not gonna pay my membership okay. and you know and i and i kind of like one, I try to see it from their perspective, though I, I really kind of go back to the whole community role. I'm like, this is the one time like where, you know, these, these businesses really need you to keep paying that membership. Like they're trying to pay their people. They're trying to see everybody through this, you know, let's, let's like be there for them. I understand that you're not physically going to the, you know, to the gym, but like what, what, keep paying your subscription, keep these people in business and let them, let them have a moment to actually get their thoughts together and innovate and create something new. And uh, you're still going to get value from your membership. Just give them a little time. I understand you're not, you know, lifting the weights anymore, but like, you know, and so all that's been going through my mind. I've really yeah. been pushing there. So I'm just kind of interested, you know, did you get a decrease in members? Have some members started coming back? Like what's that been like? Yeah, it's been interesting. Initially, we did have, you know, that first week people wanting to cancel or pause their memberships. And that was a little disheartening, but a lot of it was not stemming from the fact that we were closed, but more from the fact that they had been laid off, their income had decreased. And I totally get that and, you know, want to be supportive of wherever they're at financially. Um, but fortunately, the people that have kind of been on the fence with, hey, I can't come in, we have gotten them converted to embracing technology, getting onto the Zoom classes, even if it's like being on the phone, walking them through that process. If it's a member that's just not as comfortable with um, the technology we're using. And then just having other ways to add value to their memberships by putting on um, a lot of, just a lot of content, a lot of videos with things they could do from home, things that they can do with their kids, things that they could do, um, in between zoom meetings with their own work so just trying to put up a lot of videos more than we ever have um and so that's been one good thing it's kind of pushed us to do that which 
there's several things that's pushed us to do that we've been kind of, they've been on the back burner, but one of them is creating more video content to just add value to their membership regardless um, of, you know, that of the membership status. And so overall, we haven't had a ton um, just cancel or, or quit, which I'm so thankful for. That's Some great. of them have, you know, we've been trying to do some discounted like live stream only options that don't have some of the perks that they were enjoying, but it is a little bit less expensive. And so some of them have opted for that route. Um, so we've just been trying to kind of go case by case. How can we still keep some income coming in, but, but serve you best. Um, initially a lot of that was, you know, fortunate. One thing I'm really fortunate about is our particular class format bar requires little to no equipment, but, um, it does, you know, it does have the option of some, some lightweights and Pilates balls and bands. And so our first order of business um, as we were doing that first week transition was to also offer delivery or curbside pickup of bar bundles where we were putting together at-home workout kits and really trying to get those into the hands of our clients quickly so that um, they could have access to be able to do the classes at home since so that wouldn't be a barrier. You know, it's, I mean... It my mind instantly goes into a, a place of scale when you start talking about virtual, virtual classes, that kind of thing, because right. How big is your studio? Yeah. So we're less than a thousand square feet. So, so now, I mean, do you see, do you see opportunity to like hold, hold more people? Like, can you have a class of a hundred people via zoom or some virtual format? Whereas in the past you couldn't. So is there an opportunity to that, you know, maybe do more business in the near future as this grows? Yeah, there is. I mean, right now we have, we're, you know, we're still in the dip, but we have had a few people come back that want like, so two things, one, the distance is now not an issue. So some people have quit in the past because they now lived even on the Southwest side of town that just the commute was too long. Um, but also had past clients have moved to Colorado, to Boston, um, that are jumping back into the live stream because they just still love our, our culture and, and our energy of our classes. Um, but also, yeah, we no longer are limited by space. So, you know, kind of even when we do anticipate eventually reopening, um, we'll probably really reduce our class sizes and this will allow us to still serve the same amount or more people. Um, as well as having some really fun, big events. Um, one coming up, we always used to monthly go to First Magnitude and do a yoga class in their warehouse space. And that could draw, you know, 100, over 100 people. Um, and we're never able to attempt anything like that in the studio. But this Sunday at 1 o'clock, just like we would normally do, we'll be doing a, a yoga class for the First Mag community, but virtually. And so then they can, for the first time, like get be in our studio because that's where I'll be teaching from. Um, and it'll be open to, you know, much larger, larger crowd. Nobody will be elbowing each other in the, you know, in the face. They might have their, again, their dog on their mat, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> the VIPs, baby. <laughs> VIPs might be there in full force. Um, but Overall, there is some really great opportunities, like you mentioned, in terms of not being limited by our small studio space. Yeah, that's cool. I've definitely been and, doing doing squats with the dogs uh, the yes. last couple of days, so <laughs> uh, I'm using I'm using them as weights. Uh, I'm that's curious, Bryn, do you do you have any like um, Are you able to keep metrics on the videos to see who's who's engaging? Like for me, it's like I also do studio workouts. I find it really 
hard to work out at home. It's just, it's part of the reason why I do studio workouts. And, and I was the same way as a student. I didn't like to study at home. I had to study at the library. Like I have to go out, otherwise I won't do it. And so my, my fitness has definitely taken a uh, back seat as yeah. we've gone through this. But are you able to like, you know, see who's engaging with the videos, who's doing it? So when we hold our actual classes, we're still using our same scheduling process where they would sign up and then they would attend the class. So in that way, we really clearly see how many people attended the classes. And in actuality, it's slightly more than had been coming to class um, physically in the weeks prior to, to Corona. So it's interesting that more are actually attending without any of those barriers of, you know, of the distance, but um, I totally agree where my house is so full of distractions that uh, right. I'm definitely will be running back to a studio space, you know, once the, when everything opens back up. But um, we, you know, it's been some cool connection opportunities where, uh, where I've been taking a class with my sister in it that lives in California. Awesome. Um, people are connecting with their family in the classes. So I think if they make it fun like that and, you know, get this, friends involved to still have accountability even if it's virtually hey I'm still gonna you know meet you at the at the bar at the studio um, at this time that they're making it work they're having sometimes even fun I think I think this I don't know if this is a, a more of a woman thing but kind of setting up these really cute little like workout spaces that they're having a special spot in their home um, so a lot of them have made it work even though I totally get you know why sometimes it's not and I think the ability to take their, you know, their computer outside and do some of the workouts outside when it's such a nice day like today, then um, mm -hmm. that's something that is a new opportunity that we don't have in, in the physical class. For sure. Yeah. It's, uh, that's, it's so interesting. I wonder, like, I think about the monetization aspect, like could the studio experience become like the premium experience that you charge more for? And then you also have like a, you know, cameras or something set up to like capture it virtually that you then offer that to people, you know, through Zoom or some exclusive link at a discounted rate? Like, is that something that sticks and allows you to scale? And, you know, I mean, we've, I'm always thinking about like companies like Peloton who are really content creation companies, you know, and you got the bikes mm -hmm. at home, like, you know, it's, it's just super interesting to see that we're not, necessarily restricted by the 1200 square feet of space or you know whatever it is um that we have been in the past and it's cool to see it's cool to see you know you know you, like to see you taking this and like really embracing it brand and really adapting and changing and just you know the pivoting like the that's been the word that constantly comes yeah. up is pivot 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 how are you pivot and we're gonna and we're gonna see like you know, like we're going to see who actually comes through the other end of this thing. Um, and it's going to be because they made significant pivots. But what I was, what Mike and I have talked about before is the fact that a lot of this stuff, these pivots are going to end up sticking, you know, switch flips, switch flips tomorrow. Everybody's back at work. Coronavirus is gone. Okay. Well, people are going to like, I have a feeling that you're still going to like incorporate something virtual into your classes that you're not just going to default back to what was right because and i know that i'm not like i'm like i'm like now that we've done e-signatures on scooters and we figured that out like great now we can sell a scooter without ever having to have a customer come into the dealership that's going to live on whether this is you know still going on tomorrow or not so i'm like 
I, I get pumped, man. I get excited. <laughs> I get excited to see like the innovation that comes from it. You know? Yeah. Like, we will be doing that, um, continuing with the live stream and then trying to keep those recordings and have an on-demand service, which would be another tier of, you know, of membership level of a different price point. So that's the goal. Um, another thing I wanted to mention that we've been wanting to do for three years, but it took Corona to make it happen was to open an online retail shop on our website. So, oh, cool. you know, clients that move or just, in, you know, in general wanting to gift or buy um, some of our retail and we've been really working hard to make that an option and right now we're even doing again that curbside or delivery to your home um, options and then now people that are out of state can buy some of our awesome gear so our shop is up and running I'm really excited about that. Dude isn't it fascinating what wasn't priority yesterday instantly becomes priority because of something like the coronavirus. I mean, like it, it's crazy. I mean, Mike, look, like, look at what we've done. We've had all these things, same thing. We've had all these things sitting on the back burner for, for how long, two or three right. years. It's a combination of uh, new opportunities that are there for seizing. And uh, for some people, the, the time to actually put the, put forth the time, uh, the, right. the focus and energy on it. Uh, but yeah, we've we've definitely dealt with the same thing, um, and it, it'll be interesting to see, like you like you both have said, how how that changes business moving forward. The the opportunities created from this, how they're able to be, um, I don't say capitalized on, but but to help sustain the business moving forward. It's awesome. I'm juiced. Yeah. I'm like pumped about it all. <laughs> so, so Bryn, what's like the biggest challenge right this second? Now that we're a few weeks into this. You know, what's unfolding as like the biggest hurdle for you right now? Um, I mean, we're still, you know, down overall on revenue. So we just still need to be finding ways because it's like I got really excited about live stream and kept like almost our exact class schedule. Um, and that's expensive. And so kind of realizing, okay, two weeks prior, we had had a lot less classes, but we were seeing the same amount of people. They were just figuring out coming at, at different times, like kind of instead of having a 4.30 and a 6 o'clock, if you have one 5 o'clock, try to capture all of those people virtually. So um, we're still just kind of playing with that, ways we can decrease expenses. But also, you know, as we experienced even right before we pushed play today, um, we're at the mercy of, of good Wi-Fi connections. And so that's always just a little bit stressful. I feel like you know, we're just trying new technology options. We Over the first few weeks, it was all about how can we get our audio better. We had to figure out a way to connect our mic and music up to the mixing board in a way that was going to connect through Zoom. So there's literally like four devices going on at once in, in the studio. Um, and it costed an initial investment to get some of that. And so just, you know, it's being patient and recovering. But um a big part of that all has also been done without child care. So personally, that's oh. my biggest challenge. <laughs> Even though that's also resulted in some great wins, I've seen my daughter go from taking one step to walking like a pro. And my son now uh, rides only the big boy swing, which I'm super proud of him because he was still trying to get in the baby one before this. And so <laughs> been some wins, but the child care struggle is real. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I don't like, luckily I'm, our kids are a little bit older and you know, I got 10 and six. And so they can go play Minecraft 
for an hour if I need to do a podcast, which is a little bit more difficult for you, huh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, you know, we're doing our best, making it work. So it's okay. I'm, Greg and I tag team a lot. Yeah. And, I'm interested um, to know, like, on the Zoom stuff, like, are, are you finding ways to make it, like, is it interactive? Like, are people asking questions via the chat or are you guys, like, stopping and able to, like, have that engagement because when you were talking one of the things I was thinking I was like well you could like you could record the first class and then like replay it two or three times you know if you know and like and maybe do offer that um in order to cut costs but I was just thinking maybe, maybe that's not maybe you still want the interaction or the conversations or yeah I think that's a good option and especially at 5 30 a.m where we can't have an instructor and a tech help. Um, we've been having to do some pre-recorded classes to that crew that really wants the early morning because they just can't pull it off. Um, but I really, I don't know, it's been tricky because I do think that clients enjoy, even if it's just for a minute or two before and after class, us checking in. We do use the chat feature um, if they have feedback. And it's just, we, let, we do take a moment to look at the gallery view, check everybody's form out. Are they participating can we say something specifically to them to keep their energy up um so you know you want to give them that live stream experience but also being real realistic on costs um, and i think clients get that too um, so they're willing to have us you know make some sacrifices but we're still trying to do that value-added moment well you we're using those classes though also to you know show them a live maybe a little preview of some of our newest retail, giving them updates on upcoming events that we have going on. Um, so we're trying to, you know, do some live moments with that. So yeah. we're still figuring that out, but I think that's the, a good option as well. Cool. It's, it's super interesting. I, I love the, the in a, being innovative and adjusting and pivoting, adapting, whatever you want to say. <laughs> Mike, yeah. Robert. And like we, one thing we always are all about is just celebrating our clients. And so, Oh, yeah. you know, we're still tracking their milestones. Is this their hundredth class? Is it their birthday? Can we, you know, celebrate with them um, virtually? And we're doing our best. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah. Mike, wrap us up, man. You got anything? All right. Yeah, but I'm going to see if you can leave us uh, or leave, leave me with two pieces of advice. One on the personal level, if anybody that's listening to this and they've fallen out of routine, you know, they, they had their studio taken away from them and, and they need the motivation to get back up and running, what would you tell them? And then a step back just for businesses in general, that the people that are going through this, you know, if there's any advice that you would leave with anybody. Cool. Um, so on the personal end, just want to encourage people do give you a few routine touch points, even if your day is not the same. Wash your face in the morning, put on sunscreen, do something that's going to make you sweat enough that you have to take a shower. Okay, these have been really helpful for me. Um, <laughs> I like that, yeah. I love also trying to make five minutes for using a meditation app and just grounding myself with five minutes of meditation a day um, while I drink my first cup of coffee, even if that means setting the alarm for 5 a.m. So that's been really helpful. Um, on the business front, you know, stay encouraged. I love just you, even if you're asking for it, get some feedback from your clients. I, I love seeing those emails, Facebook comments that they are just so appreciative. They need us right now more than ever. They need to feel connected. They need to move their bodies. So take comfort in that. 
Um, one thing I really wanted to share really quickly before I jump off, because this happened literally five minutes before we started this talk, I got an email from Wells Fargo about a balance update. And in my head, I was thinking, oh, I've just maxed out my credit card. Um, but it was saying that I got an IEDL loan. And I'm just so thankful for that. So um, we, were, we applied for that, you know, at least three weeks ago. And it just came in. So just be patient and um, be encouraged. And we're all in this together. Yeah. Awesome. I love it. Well, thanks for joining us on the show today. Thank you for having me. I loved getting to share some of our wins with you. Yeah, it's cool. It's and we need that. We need to hear. We need to hear some of the wins and some of the adjustments. And and that's exactly why we're doing this, right? Because I think when you when you hear how one business owner has, you know change their their structure their processes and adapted to the mess that you're in it you, you do you feel encouraged you feel uplifted you feel like oh wow like they can figure it out so can i and uh and that's exactly why we're doing this so uh, i'm excited real, real quick Brent, I, I have to know how how different is business colin and neighbor colin <laughs> the same baby what are you talking about <laughs> He doesn't use his whoa Gainesville voice with us, but he's, and he's normally on his phone making these while we see him out there. But, there is but no doubt still, about that. Got that same I mean, great smile, happy Collins. So he's awesome. I mean, just bring the beers and let's go. <laughs> I like I like the the relax uh, cul-de-sac. Yeah. So, well, awesome, Brian. Well, I'll see you back at the sack. Okay. <laughs> I, think, you got it. I think, do you hate that? Or is it Shannon that hates that? Somebody. Shannon, I love it. I love it. All right, all right. And my son will even, he'll be starting to ride his bike too far down the street and now back in the sack and he. <laughs> around, so it's working. Well, that's well, great. Yeah. That's awesome. Well, thanks again for joining us, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. This is the WHOA GNV podcast. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Before we do that, where can everybody find you? Where can they connect with you? Where can they like buy where can they buy the swag and stuff? Because that's a very yeah. important piece. <laughs> Oxofitness.com, click on shop. <laughs> and that's where they can subscribe or like sign up for classes too. Click on the live stream. Yep. You can also check us out on Facebook, Oxofitness, or Instagram, Oxofitness GNB. Awesome. Sorry, that was a very important part. I don't want to leave that part out. <laughs> All right, everybody. This is the WHOA GNV Podcast. The podcast bringing you businesses and individuals that make you go, whoa. Woo! We will see you later. Bye.